Good morning, Wastelanders. This is Streaming Wasteland. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. Streaming Wasteland. I'm Greg. Hi, Greg. And with me always... And Ringo. With me always is Ringo. Hi, Ringo. Yeah, we should probably talk about this movie. This movie is terrible. Say, say we both recommend this movie. I would say skip this movie. Yeah, don't watch this. Worst plot I've ever seen. This movie had some interesting twists and turns that I, I definitely enjoyed. You know what they say, once you're 18, monsters are your problem. The creature that we're dealing with is called the Dark Mother. Yeah. I just called her Dear Mommy. Do you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and jump back in? Alright, we should probably dive into this. <laughs> hey, Streaming Wasteland, it's your Uncle Ringo, and I'm here to go ahead and promote something that's near and dear to my heart. My wife went ahead and produced a book. You can go find it over on Goodreads and Amazon. It's under the title, Soul of Fractured Fate by Jay Grenz. J-G-R-E-N-Z. Two people are kidnapped by the Fae and dropped into a realm where they have to navigate court systems and a dating game. See if they go ahead and find love. Go pick it up wherever you can find it. And like I said, good reads on Amazon. Go get it. It's fucking good. Hey, how's it going, Streaming Wasteland? It's your Uncle Ringo, and with me as always, we have Greg over here. Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. So you might Am I not ahead. uncle? I wasn't, I hadn't asked you, are you uncle? Do I get to be Aunt Greg? You can be Aunt Greg if you want, or you can be uncle. Grandpa? Grandpa's probably closer to true. <laughs> <laughs> be yelling at some clouds here in a minute. <laughs> uh... Yeah, just come join us over here at the Wasted Bonfire that we got going on here. We tell you guys a story this week. Um, we got a new movie to add to that bonfire. This is not one that should be <laughs> saved for the zombie apocalypse or the <laughs> fallout. Like, if you end up in a vault with this movie, just this is a, a psychological torture by Vault Tech, and you need yeah. to kill yourself. Yeah. Or you need to find whoever's running the vault and make them watch it. Did you say what movie it was this weekend? <laughs> I really no, I haven't. Actually, I said, I haven't. That, go, go for it. Tell us what movie you yeah, should be this... on the bonfire. This movie that we took on this week was 2022's Gasoline Alley on Hulu. <laughs> Man, Hulu has some real winners. It really does. I, what, so I know Prime is really good for like people just putting whatever up there. I mean, you make a movie and you can just, I don't know, pay them $5 and they'll put it up there. <laughs> I wonder if Hulu's got a similar route. Like The them. entire premise of our show is that there's so much shit on streaming that who has the time, who has the energy... And uh, that's what we're here to do, so that next time you go and look at a movie, you can be like, oh yeah, I saw this on stream, or I heard about this on Streaming Wasteland, and I will not fucking watch it. Right, yeah. Like, I would like to think that of the dozen or so people who listened to our Buddy Game episode, at least three of them were thinking about watching it and never did. (laughs) I know at least one of them did, because they messaged me and told me, and then they said we were right. But that's, that works. That, yeah, that's fair. I'm a big fan of warnings. Know yeah. what you're getting into. I completely agree with you on that. It's nice to have a warning saying, hey, this this is radiated. Don't touch that. Yeah, all right. This is probably going to kill you. Or at least yeah. rot some of your cells out. Yeah, this, yeah, definitely, 100%. And before we go ahead and dive too much farther into that, what have you been up to this week, man? So, I think... In order for us to be completely honest here, both of us have COVID right now because (laughs) my wife went on a trip and her friend got COVID and she got COVID and then we all got COVID because we had a COVID barbecue because that's how life works. So if we sound a little crappier than usual, it's not editing this time. That's the COVID time. But the wasteland catching us. 
Yeah, you can't hunt through this shit pile of a wasteland and not get sick every once in a while. <laughs> now, I've actually been thinking a little bit about this movie, right? So, a long time ago, somebody asked me if songs that, like, George Harrison, Paul McCartney, etc. put out now that might have sucked ass. Obviously, George Harrison's dead, so if he puts out a song now, then that's impressive. But right? post-Beatles, later in their career, like, if Paul McCartney released a disco song or... If Mick Jagger tried to do a mumble rap right now, it would probably be terrible. But would it tarnish the legacy of their musical gifts from the past, right? Like, would Mick Jagger's shitty mumble rap make the Rolling Stones somehow less good? And do these people get a pass? Maybe if somebody that wasn't famous made Mick Jagger's shitty hypothetical mumble rap, then they would get shit on. They'd be like, ah, this guy's a clown. Worst music, 2023. Nobody should listen to this. This guy should just fucking retire and leave the United States. But if somebody famous does it, they'll be like, ah, what are you going to do? He gave us satisfaction. (laughs) And so I was thinking about that a lot because I feel like we have to tackle that question here with Bruce Willis. (laughs) And I think it's a little bit different because you and I were talking about this at the barbecue. We were talking about how even in his heyday, which I would argue is like mid to late 80s through like the early 2000s, he still did some stinkers. There's yeah. The Kid, there's Hudson Hawk, there's a lot of not great stuff in his library, in his catalog. And so, does he have enough good stuff to actually make up for it? He's got arguably three to four diehards that are good. He's got Death Becomes Her, Fifth Element, Sixth Sense. He was pretty funny in Over the Hedge, but it's voice works. So it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. I suppose Red was one of his last good movies in 2010. Wait, he was in Red? Yeah. Oh, shit. Like 99% sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was thinking of a different Red. No, I've, Red was good. I, I Are you thinking one. of Red Notice, the airplane movie? Yeah. Yeah. That's different. That's like vampires in a plane. I think that's on our list for later. Okay. Because I will say I do get him and John Malkovich confused. Uh, They look (laughs) almost exactly the same to me. Bruce Willis had a great three-episode guest appearance on Friends. Yeah, he did. But on the flip side, the, what is it, the Golden Raspberry Awards have a whole category dedicated to worst Bruce Willis performance. (laughs) And he has been churning out movies to go on streaming services for years now. And I do wonder, obviously, this isn't like Mick Jagger in the situation I gave where we're assuming that Mick Jagger is completely coherent or at least as coherent as he ever is. I know the Rolling Stones do a lot of drugs. So if you told me that they were trying something, I'd just be like, yeah, man, drugs are crazy. But (laughs) Bruce Willis obviously has aphasia that has turned into full-on dementia. He's retired from acting. He announced that he had aphasia like a month after this movie came out. And it makes me wonder how much, how long he knew that he was deteriorating before he wanted to let the world know, which, fine, I'm not blaming him for anything. Everybody has the right to keep their health to themselves if that's what they want to do. I'm a big proponent of the idea that celebrities don't owe a shit for the record. I don't think that just because somebody's on screen means that you get to fucking look into their life all the time. I don't. I don't buy tabloids. I don't really read paparazzi shit. I'm not a big TMZ person. I think that... He has a right to keep himself to himself, but I do wonder if he disclosed it to people he was working with or if these people could just tell. Maybe they'd worked with Bruce before and they realized like he was starting to decline. And how many of these movies were just him being like, I need one more paycheck? Mm-hmm. So I think that with Bruce Willis is 
acting career was never stellar. Like you said, he only had like, I don't know, five or six decent movies. And I think that when you're in the light, like, so with me, I grew up and I knew him from Die Hard, Fifth Element, Sixth Sense, and one of the other ones you said, I don't remember off the top. But I only knew him from those. I didn't know any of the other like really garbage movies until Gasoline Alley and some of the things that have recently came out come out. So for me personally, Bruce Willis was always a fairly okay actor. Not a great actor in my opinion, but I always loved those movies. I always mm-hmm. enjoyed them. You and I have talked about watching Die Hard for Christmas and I argued with you that it wasn't a Christmas movie. You're like, go watch it. And I went and watched it and I was like, you're right. It's got all the Christmas music. It's got all the Christmas play stuff going on. You know, they even make jokes about Santa coming down the chimney at some point, I think. I don't know. I, I changed my mind. I think that it, that it is a Christmas movie. But I think that for me personally, Bruce Willis will always be one of those actors that so long as I keep him to those movies, I'll be fine with it. However, Gasoline Alley breaches that barrier that I have built and makes me realize that he has taken on so many different characters and movies that he's not really good. He just had good moments. Oh, I don't know how I forgot this. One of my other favorite movies, 12 Monkeys. I always forget that's him because I always think of Brad Pitt in that movie. 12 Monkeys, that sounds familiar. It's the one where he time travels and he has to stop a plague from happening. Huh? He's also in The Siege, which I, I it was a decent movie. Unbreakable, which more people like than I do. And then, what? oh, the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards. And then also, I can't believe I forgot about that based on our conversation earlier, but Sin City. Oh, Sin City. Oh, wait, hey, also, what was the asteroid one? Oh, uh, Armageddon, duh. Armageddon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, another classic. So... Yeah, I feel like, in a way, his career is like a dating profile. You yeah. only see, like, when you only focus on the good, it looks amazing. But then you gotta look and see what else they've done. And he's done 19 movies in 2021 Jeez. and 2022. Gee, to what? Yeah. Holy shit. And honestly, based on Gasoline Alley here, which we'll dive into here in just a minute, but based on Gasoline Alley here, I can almost tell you they're all gonna be the same. He's gonna show up for 10 minutes of work, tops. And then he's going to go home. And it really makes me wonder if he was just collecting paychecks, which again is fine, except that I looked up his net worth. Dude's worth $250 million. I don't think he needed one more paycheck. Yeah, but he was also like pushing in the expendables to go ahead and get more money than everybody else. So I think that something was going on in his life where he felt he needed more money. I don't know. Maybe that whole rock and roll McDonald's song didn't take off for him. <laughs> oh God. The, the wrong place. 2022. Bruce Willis is right there. That yeah, there's one that I saw that was rated even lower than this. It's like Fortress Sniper or some shit like that. And I what? was like, oh, God. Jeez. That's his lowest rated movies. You know what? Maybe that's a miniseries coming up. Maybe I'll go start watching all these Bruce Willis movies and just dropping little reviews for everybody. <laughs> oh, did you ever watch Glass? No. Okay. Neither have I. I'm not a... Um, and so, I just... Oh, Pulp Fiction, duh. I was, ah. Yeah, that one too. I know you haven't seen that, but he's amazing in that. So. I just yeah, actually passed the diner scene, man. He really has a lot of good movies early in his career, and then he just drops off. But yeah. whatever. Anyway, I guess my point being is, in my opinion, 
he's still Bruce Willis of diehard fame in my mind, even though I know he's done way worse stuff than that. And part of me, like I know I just said, I want to do a miniseries about it, but another part of me never wants to see those because I don't want to kill my idols that fucking much. Yeah, for me personally, I'm just going to remember him as Die Hard and some of the other stuff. But, yeah. We should know, unless, of course, we watch other Bruce Willis movies on this. I think I have a couple others on the list, like Cosmic Sin, etc. So, they, oh, they might be coming up. Bad. Yeah, it's really bad in terms of ratings. I don't know where it's going to end up on our scale, but I can't imagine it being good after watching this travesty because it's from the same director. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, same director, same writer. We should you, probably give the yeah. stats for this movie and do all that sort of stuff. And all right. So get into to, it proper. Yeah, let's do you it. ready to get into it? Yeah. All right. So, like we said two minutes in, this week we took on 2022's Gasoline Alley on Hulu. Justice Gets Dirty, starring Devin Sewa as Jimmy, Luke Wilson as Detective Vargas, Kat Foster as Christine. I didn't... <laughs> I, I'm, I can't... I'm not even going to bullshit that one. Suf? Suf? Sufi, I think. Sufi. Bradshaw as Eleanor. Special guest, Berman Davis as Kaiser, the bouncer. Bruce Willis Vernon. as... Hmm? Vernon Davis. Vernon, Vernon Davis. Vermin. I don't think people oh. are named Vermin. <laughs> I... Yeah, okay, I see what happened. My brain literally took the R and the N and made that an M. Yeah, I can see that happen. Bruce Willis as Detective Freeman. Jimmy is accused of a triple murder, but Detective Vargas is pretty sure Jimmy didn't do it. Embarking on his own investigation, Jimmy is drawn into a vast conspiracy involving dirty cops, human trafficking, and porn producers. Finally, his hunt leads him to a tunnel in San Diego, which connects to Tijuana, and a shootout with Detective Freeman. Let's hear it from critics. User Camelot on Letterboxd gave it a one-half star and said, Fun fact, according to the director's Twitter page, this film this was filmed in 11 days in March 2021, which is amazing because it actually looks like it was shot in only eight <laughs> Liam Lacey from OriginalSin.com spelled C-I-N like cinema which was kind of cool it's clever yeah. I wish we could rename our podcast but we've gone too far <laughs> sorry Lacey, Liam Lacey gives a low score saying to its slight credit it never pretends to be anything more than a filler for the content stream <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that sad when you know like this is the best credit I can give it at least it's not trying to be something it's not yeah if I was to go on to any of these rating things, I would go ahead and use this line, I've got sad eyes, not you've got sad eyes, because I watched this. <laughs> the very first line of the movie, you've got sad eyes. Yeah. I would go and fight all these people who say that Devin Sawa did an amazing job as Jimmy. No. Unfact. The acting in this movie was pretty terrible. Luke Wilson sucked it up. Pretty much everybody else didn't do a great job. But... I think the award that this movie should win is least exciting chase scene I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I cannot believe how boring that chase scene was. When it started, like I had the same reaction as you. Really? You're going to try to shoot somebody by pulling up to the passenger side? Well, and not, then, not only pulling up to the passenger side, the driver's side had the window down. Yeah, also, you're in a bigger car than them, and you're shooting from the driver's side? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then we saw the slowest chase ever. They were trying to make it look fast, but it was really just a muscle car doing donuts and an SUV not doing donuts. And 
running around a couple warehouses. It, I can't believe I found a chase scene boarding, and <laughs> I'm I'm really upset by that. Do you remember when Jimmy like pulled up to his tattoo shop and he calls up Detective Bar? No, who did he call? I don't remember who the fuck he called, but he goes, "Yeah, it was an SUV and they had some balls." I'm like, "Balls? Where, man? The <laughs> SUV did nothing. You literally like went past it going ten miles an hour and it got stuck making a." Uh, 27 point turn because the driver can't drive yeah and also if it had balls they would have hit you when you tried to play chicken with it and instead they swerved out of the way yeah so if i was going to go ahead and kill jimmy in that instance you know what i would have done i would have pushed him into the train yeah i saw that in a racer yeah they didn't want to ruin the ss chargers what happened yeah that's probably somebody's actual car yeah that might be devin sawa's car (laughs) <laughs> it's like, you guys are not hitting my car my, my car with the train not one bit Why not? and that's fair make this movie a little bit more entertaining at least yeah the female presence in this movie was basically nothing all of the women in this movie were relatively interchangeable I think Sufi Bradshaw did a decent job trying to portray like a worldwide uh, making it on her own woman but everybody else pretty much fell flat it's a very disappointing showing for everybody and that includes, I, I put him on the guest list, special guest Vernon Davis here. Vernon Davis was one of my favorite 49ers when he was playing football. And I think that he has a, he could be an actor in the future. I wish he didn't do this. Like, I wish he didn't do this movie. Dope for him that he got to be in a movie with Bruce Willis. But the flip side of that is why did it have to be this movie? And couldn't you just meet Bruce Willis? Like you're rich and famous. Could you just go meet him and not be in this movie with him? <laughs> I gotta say, I liked Vernon Davis. I didn't like his acting in this movie, but I think that, like, him in a better movie with better writing and better acting, he... Yeah, something that wasn't shot in 11 days. (laughs) It's fun that the director was the one saying, like, we filmed this in 11 days, like, it's a fucking flex. Like, you did your absolute best to just maximize the amount of time that these stars, quote-unquote stars, were gonna be available for you. And so I feel like you don't have to brag about how fast you made this movie. We could tell that you made it quick. It looks like crap. I saw some reviews saying that they're like, oh, I was surprised this had actual production value. And I was like, fucking where? Huh? This doesn't... This, maybe, I don't know, maybe this is my modern sensibilities thinking more along the lines. But this doesn't look that different than most other indie movies that I've seen. And it looks like it was shot really fast. It doesn't feel compelling. It almost feels like most of these actors never met before shooting. And it feels like maybe the script was given to them like day of, like as they were filming scenes, lines were being handed to them. I don't know how many shots there were of like Jimmy just staring. Like out of the hour and something movie, I want to say about an hour of the movie. Yeah. And did Luke Wilson ever not have his lips like pursed the whole time? And he was only in this movie for like 15 minutes, but every scene he's in, he's like, his lips curled up looking like, yeah. a, I don't know, looking like a forties detective. Like somebody told him like, yeah, it's like Dick Tracy. <laughs> he's like, fuck yeah, I can do that. Uh, man. man, I can't think of the last thing I saw Luke Wilson in that I liked him in, to be honest. <laughs> well, you talking know, about crimes of the past. I don't remember <laughs> when the fuck I saw a Luke Wilson movie and I liked him a lot. Old school. Yeah. A little credit for this movie because he definitely like carried this movie a lot more than everybody else. That being said, that's not something to be prideful this movie needed a lot more than someone who could pretend to be a shitty actor (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i i 
This movie has so many issues. The story, for as straightforward as it was, because it's really not a complicated story. Luke Wilson was in 310 to Yuma. That's the last thing I saw him in that I liked him in. That was a long time ago. Yeah. That was 2007. Sorry, Luke. Ooh. I haven't really watched a lot of the movies he's been in. Maybe some of these are good. But, yeah. Oh, Ridiculous Six. That's on our list. Anyway, the, the story is straightforward. It tries to build itself up as some sort of, like, whodunit mystery thriller, but you kind of realize about a quarter of the way through that it's either Detective Vargas or Detective Freeman that is yeah. behind the whole thing. And then the revelation feels like crap. And we can't really avoid it. I know we talked about it a bunch in the opening, but Jesus Christ, even when he was on screen here, Bruce Willis was bad. And I don't want to rag on him too much because he has issues, but even the delivery of his lines, I, I feel like they're dubbed in. Yeah. So one of the lines he said that stuck with me was when he was shooting the police captain and he just says so stupid and he says it in such a way that I was like are you talking about the fact that you have to shoot the captain or the fact that you're in this movie because I yeah also so the line that stood out to me was when he was in that final shootout with Jimmy and he says motherfucker just like that just like it's so atonal and not matching the scene and I know that's his style, but it sounds so forced that it sounds like what they, it almost feels like what they did was get Bruce Willis to deliver a bunch of swears before, and then they just dubbed him in later. Probably considering I don't think we actually saw his face when he said it. I don't think we did either. I think he was diving behind. And as we mentioned, Bruce Willis also is only in this movie for 15 minutes or so. So it's if you are somebody who is a Bruce Willis fan, you're going to see that he's the top build actor on IMDb. Do not get your hopes up. He appears in the beginning and then a couple times at the end. He is not the star of this movie by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And when he is in the movie, he's repeating someone else's statement or he's staring out at someone. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. By the way, that end the end fight scene. How did you feel about, like, it's not supposed to go this way. I have a family. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm sorry, Jimmy. It was super bad. Yeah. It was such a total change. You were already planning on ruining Jimmy's life. So you don't care. You don't... You, uh. Yeah, The even that dumb line, it wasn't supposed to go this way. Which way was it supposed to go? Was it supposed to go where he gets pinned for a quadruple homicide or a triple homicide, whatever it is, and spends, at best, the rest of his life in jail, at worst, gets the death penalty? Yeah, like, what is the goal there? How how was it supposed to go? It reminds me of those sitcom moments where a character has an absent parent, brother, whoever, and that character shows up, and they're like, "But I'm here now," <laughs> as if that's supposed to change anything. Maybe I'm just a, a jaded little shit when it comes to things like that. But oh no, that line never resounds with me. I fucking hate it in every. First of all, it's obvious. Of course you're here now. That's how we're talking. But second of all, <laughs> so fucking what? Well, so my situation, some of the stuff that I'm going through and how one person, they have basically said, I'm here now. And the response is, so what? You haven't done anything until now. So what? Preach, That's, sister. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Whenever someone isn't in your life and they show up and they go, I'm here now. Fuck you. Where were you when I needed you? Where were you when you absolutely needed to be there to help me? Huh? Mm-hmm. Fuck I that. completely agree. I fucking yeah. I hate it in sitcoms. I hate it in real life. Thankfully, 
I don't know very many people who have ever been in that situation. You're one of the few, so it does. It's something that comes up more in TV than real life. But yeah, it always drives me nuts. And so yeah, this is a similar type of line. Was it supposed to go this way? <laughs> okay, but the alternative was also bad. Yeah. So yeah, it was only good for Detective Freeman because he would have gotten a shit ton of money. Yeah, and he wouldn't have gotten shot in a tunnel. Yeah. I think that if things had gone similar to the way that they went, where Jimmy found the tunnel, maybe the cops show up and arrest him before he gets in the tunnel, then Detective Freeman can't go home. Yeah. But it doesn't matter what what you do to change the story. That story was just garbage there at the end. It was going to go the way that it went, where either Jimmy was going to die or Detective Freeman was going to die. That's that's it. There was like a good solid day where he was just running around. Even in dialogue scenes, he'd be like, He'd be like, what do you mean that's not where it goes? Shit! <laughs> and that's what Bruce Willis' swearing felt like in this movie. Like, his lines just felt like, shit! <laughs> yeah, actually, I think, yeah, that really covers it. It, it. it was so monotone and pointless. Like, as if he didn't care. Like, oh, I've yeah. been shot. Yeah, motherfucker, you shot me. I don't know. I get shot. I'm going to be, ah, I'm going to cry. Yeah. Also, again, though, he might have been trying to care and he just couldn't. Uh, As I said, I'm not trying to bag on him too much, but it's hard to not because him being the top build star means that we're supposed to be drawn to this movie for Bruce Willis. And it's what drew me to this movie. I saw his name listed on the credits as the first one. And I was like, oh, shit, one of his last movies. I did not expect it to be this bad. And like, sorry, dude, again, how much more money you need? Was two hundred million not enough? The the extra fifty is what really put you into the comfort zone. It's just I don't. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to be fair, but also be a person. Who, like I don't. Know, I just don't want Bruce Willis to end up as a meme in the future. Like bat, Like we were talking last week about that as a Ryan Reynolds clip. So oh. maybe, <laughs> maybe we should bat as a late stage Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> An early stage or a late stage? Take your pick. Yeah. Eh, nothing's as bad as Hudson Hogg. Yeah. Mm. Actually, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. This might be worse than that. <laughs> but yeah, I think overall, uh, you could tell that I have to give this a hard pass. The hardest of passes. Do not recommend. Do not recommend uh, in the extreme. I would say you could go watch Sin City. That's a Bruce Willis movie and a better gritty action movie. You could go watch... Dragged across, dragged across concrete. You could go watch, I don't know, any crime movie and probably get a better experience than this. Yeah, very much so. I am fully on the same boat as you with this. I think that if you want to watch a Bruce Willis movie, go watch Armageddon and realize it's probably cheesy as shit right now. But you don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> you don't want to close your eyes. <laughs> I think that was the last time Aerosmith was relevant, too. Probably. Is Bruce Willis Aerosmith? Oh, wait, oh, no, Tyler was on American Idol for a long time, I think, so. But yeah, anyway. don't go watch this movie. Go watch something else. Yeah. This movie is caca. Ooh. That's all I have to say about this. This is for the poop talk. Yeah, same, same here. So, now that you guys have all warmed up around the bonfire, know that you can find us around TikTok and Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
You can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Spotify is one of the ones that most people find us in, but you can find us at, in iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, and several other places. Most of the places that neither Greg nor I know of. Got anything else okay. to add, Greg? There's all kinds of websites out there. If it's a place, if it's a place you can add podcasts, go ahead and add us. Yeah, help us out. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Go ahead and download. Then undownload it. Yeah, that's Just fine too. It. Yeah. Also, leave us a comment. Tell us what the shittiest Bruce Willis movie was. <laughs> all right, Wastelanders, we're gonna take off. Have a good one. Say goodbye, Greg. Goodbye, Greg. Bye, Greg. <laughs>